Welcome back to Draft Vice. It is I, the Walter, back on the Draft Vice. If you want, you can follow the podcast at Draft Vice on Twitter, at Draft Vice underscore football on Instagram, and you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. It's B R O J O, death is in the end of life, punch. Yum. Anyway, so uh, yesterday we did a, uh, a quick review of a few teams. We also did a nice little fun draft. We'll try to do a few more of those, bring in some other comics to go ahead and do that. Uh, in the meantime, though, football season is upon us. Week three has ended, and it was uh, it's been a weird year for football. We keep losing more and more quarterbacks. Cam Newton, if you haven't heard the news, Cam Newton's going to probably be out for a few more weeks. So it's going to be Kyle Allen time in in Charlotte. Uh, we already spoke about Kyle Allen and his performance against Arizona yesterday. Uh, let's speak about another team playing their uh, backup quarterback uh, with Pittsburgh versus San Francisco. And it looks like, uh, if you don't know, Pittsburgh's been playing Kyle Rudolph this week. And it doesn't really look like they're all too sure that they are uh, all in on him, which is weird because they just traded a first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick, who looked like a true blue player. I mean, he got them, uh, I think he got them a fumble and an interception. He was playing hard. And it just shows what he can do on a good team, on a good defense. So I'm looking forward to watching him. Steelers are 0-3 right now. And uh, they got to 0-3 in this game with having five turnovers uh, against a San Francisco team that had a Swiss cheese O-line. A delicious brie, if you will. Uh, Jimmy G uh, actually didn't play bad. It was just... It was a mess. He had multiple fumbles from a lot of the players. One of his interceptions was popped up. It, uh, he showed very good poise under the pressure and a very good quick release. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Dante Pettis caught a touchdown. I'm kind of eager to see what comes out of his existence on that team because uh, he was a guy I was really high on, loved the tape. Uh, him and Anthony Miller both kind of been unfortunate boss. Granted, you probably didn't have to waste a high pick on taking them. Hopefully, as we get further into the year, we see more of what they can be. That's how it goes, though, sometimes, especially with sophomore receivers. Uh, Jimmy G ain't dead yet. Pittsburgh's season's looking like, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, go to Washington Bears last night's game. Uh, Bears defense is the truth. Uh, Redskins, Case Keenum, not so much. Terry McLaurin. Playing well, man. I like Terry McLaurin. I actually have him on one of my fantasy teams. Uh, just consistently has been a producer. Five uh, In three weeks, he's had three touchdowns, over 60 yards, five receptions each week. I, I like him. Good player. Came out of Ohio State. Uh, has four three wheels. Good route runner. Yeah, you're not a total fan of Case Keenum, but uh, he's shown that he could at least be fantasy relevant for his players. So... I'm not too nervous with Terry McLaurin as I would with some other players being with some mediocre to bad quarterbacks. Uh, and we'll talk about Denver Broncos and see if they're even better without Case Keenum. I mean, so I don't know. I, I think the Red, I think the Redskins are trying to baby Dwayne Haskins to, especially for a matchup like this. I'm sure they didn't want to stick him in there anyway. I don't think that was ever the plan was to stick your rookie quarterback in against uh, the league's best defense with Khalil Mack hammering down on you. Uh, 
I don't think Washington has as much O-line woes as you would think. Donald Penn plays pretty decent, but when you're pairing him up against the the league's best pass rush in the NFL, I, I would say, yeah, like he's going to have some problems being a 36-year-old le- uh, tackle who came into camp really, really late. Uh, it would have been nice to see Trent Williams versus uh, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks. Uh, Morgan Moses didn't play as well as he probably is expected to be given that he's uh, one of the higher-paid right tackles in the league. Uh, overall, though, uh, I don't know. I, I think it was it was a mess to watch. There was a lot of turnovers. Uh, Bears got out ahead just defensively pretty quickly. Uh, Taylor Gabriel caught three touch had three touchdowns, and then he had a concussion. So three TDs and a concussion out of uh, a Monday night for him. Uh, let's talk Patriots-Jets. Uh, Patriots basically shut out the Jets for the most part, except for... Uh, uh, special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown that uh, one that was given to them by not Tom Brady but Jared Stidham after they decided to sit Tom Brady and then they brought him back in uh basically they they handed the game to them and I I don't know what's going on with the Jets hopefully they get Sam Darnold back Luke Falk's not the not what anybody really wants at quarterback anyway and again you're going up against the best defense in the league at that point uh, there's Chargers, Texans, um, Keenan Allen, and the rest is pretty much what I would call their Chargers receiving group. I like Mike Williams, and I like Travis Benjamin, but it doesn't seem like there's much coming out of that as far as keeping the offense going forward. Uh, Mike Williams has a few good catches, though, on tape, I, you know, especially out of this game. I think he's still, fantasy-wise, he's relevant. Still in that wide receiver three category. Keenan Allen was a beast in this game, and it just did not seem like the Texans could ever stop that guy. Uh, Eckler and Rivers have been trading off games in which they are going to try to keep giving the games away to the other team. This time it was to the Texans. And the Texans were out until they weren't. And Deshaun Watson just made some really good plays, showed that he he has that wiggle to avoid getting taken down just long enough to try and make a play. So, uh, you know, the one thing I'll say with uh, Deshaun Watson is he has that clutch factor and the athleticism to follow through on that. As long as he's in the game, he's in the game. And he's got one of the best receivers to throw it to. Something to keep very much in mind. Uh, Saints-Seahawks. When you... Uh, this is where... We mentioned it a little bit yesterday with Teddy Bridgewater coming to town. Um, but when you get most of your points from defense and special teams, do you even really need to try? Uh, there was a fumble six, uh, thanks to Chris Carson, who's loving the fumbles. I'm shocked that guy still has a job at this point. Uh, you know, we talked about Miles Sanders, but at least Miles Sanders was a high draft pick. Uh, Alvin Kamara is amazing and has shown such and is another reason why that team was just keeping, uh, their lead in that game. Uh, yeah. And there was also a return touchdown. Bengals, Bills, John Ross needs to learn how to get, maybe gets, maybe has to go to the shop, get his hands tightened up. Right. Uh, I think he's maybe... Maybe he needs to work on the hands thing. Um, catching, fumbling seems to be a problem for him. Uh, again, like I said, maybe he needs to, he's just been a little loose of the ball. Maybe he got his hands tightened up. Maybe uh, maybe he gets some improved ones. Maybe go to the doctor. Go ahead and get a new one. Bill's playing uh, to McDermott's defensive standard. Playing very well. Uh, Gore was the, the lead running back here and wasn't spectacular. Josh Allen shows that he's kind of insane in the membrane, could just make some spectacular things happen and some boneheaded things happen. And Joe Mixon lives. Joe Mixon caught a touchdown. And 
ran pretty well. Uh, I was happy to see him existing. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people were worried going into week three. Fantasy was especially uh, playing him because he, he'd been kind of a dud the last two weeks, partially because of injury, partially because of blowout. Um, yeah, and I mean, I wasn't expecting much as far as the Bengals versus the Bills on this one, just because the, the Bills defense has been really good. And then they just try to make sure their offense is manageable enough that they can keep moving. We'll get to see a fun matchup next week with the Patriots and the Bills, two elite defenses, and then one team that has a good quarterback and solid offense, but we'll probably learn how to exploit the Bills' defense. Oh, I just already explained who I'm talking about there. And then we have another side that's I'm not quite sure what we're expecting. Could be Josh Allen running for a touchdown. Uh, I think next week you're going to see a lot of running from the, the, the Patriots running backs, and that's just going to be how it is. Uh, they're going to maybe make some short passes, but overall I think it's going to be try to run, 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 because that seems to be the one thing the Bills have a harder time stopping is the run. All right, we'll talk Denver-Green Bay. D- does Green Bay need Rodgers anymore? Maybe maybe they could trade him for a couple of picks? I don't know, because he's, he's so elite, but you don't even need him in this situation. It's like, oh, well, all that complaints about us wasting his career – well, now he's. We don't need. You know, we're making him almost irrelevant with such a good defense and a solid run game. Uh, we got kind of the split backfield from Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams this time. Jamal Williams carried a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if that was just game script or that was a real decision on part of the coaching staff, a real worry on on their part, or they were just like, you know what, we don't need to overutilize one back over the other. You know, we'll give Jamal Williams a few more totes this week, and when we have a bigger matchup, we'll have Aaron Jones in there. Uh, Denver defense is not impressing. Uh, Don't get me wrong, Von Miller did give Balaga a a real hard time, but there was between Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, it just seems like they haven't been able to get much pressure with those two guys. Uh, Vic Fangio's reputation notwithstanding. I mean, it did take him a few years to build up that Bears defense. So let's not pretend. And he ended up getting Khalil Mack at the end, you know, right after he had already kind of built up that defense. And, you know, it might take some time for Denver's defense to to rebound under Fangio. They might not get that time. They're 0-3. You know, Elway's kind of impatient. We'll see what happens. Uh, There was Kansas City versus Baltimore which uh, Kansas City's defense is more respectable than it's been in the past, which is not saying much. Last year it was basically they didn't even have a defense. They barely played defense. They were just like, we're going to outscore you. This year they're like, well, we'll play a little bit of defense. We'll have some defense involved, and then we'll, we'll, we'll still try to beat you through the air. And that is what they did. Pat Mahomes is a beast. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now, and I don't think anybody's debating that. They got McCole Hardman, who is doing a good impression of Tyreek Hill as far as what they need. Uh, Demarcus Robinson playing very well as well. Uh, both those guys have been at least helping stepping up and taking over the receiver roles that they need. Uh, Sammy Watkins is there. Travis Kelsey still the best tight end in the league. Uh, their running back situation keeps on getting really mixy and messy. You know, uh, Damian Williams got injured. LaShawn McCoy was questionable coming into the week. Then, you know, actually ended up being Daryl Williams got the start. And Darwin Thompson's been MIA, um, which is strange for a guy you heard so much with over the summer to to not even get even a remote thought about him. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I like Darwin Thompson a lot. I think, of, you know, I think it's just sometimes how you treat rookies sometimes. 
and we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, we'll see what, if Damian Williams ends up coming back next week, if it's uh, Daryl Williams, if it's going to end up being a committee, if LaShawn McCoy is healthy again. Who knows? Baltimore, their defense is not as impressive as they looked the first week, probably because, you know, Jimmy Smith's been, Jimmy Smith's been injured. Um, they lost a lot of pass rushers in free agency, most of whom got into Green Bay and helped build up their defense, and also one of whom went to Arizona. So Baltimore's defense, less impressive. Uh, their offense, also not as scary as what people were making you think, although they still have an efficient run game, and they still tried to keep it in there as long as they could, and we're trying to, to battle back the... It, it's the unstoppable force of Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and their offense and the Kansas City Chiefs, and hope, you know the, the only thing that's going to stop them is an immovable object, like maybe the Patriots' defense. So we will see that eventually. Uh, I've noticed that you know, Lamar Jackson was getting a lot of hype, and not for nothing, Lamar Jackson, I have a lot of hope for that guy. You know, I was I thought the Giants should have taken him at the end of the, the first round trade back in a couple of years ago, and they would have had their quarterback of the future and their running back of the future. They wouldn't have had their guard, Will Hernandez, but, you know, you can only do so much. But, uh, listen, I think Lamar Jackson is good, not great. Getting close to great. Very good, great runner. Uh, his passing is still leaves some to be desired, and I think he'll develop still further. I don't think he's totally without fault and I don't think he's totally without uh without a future I I look forward to watching him play even though my favorite team is in his division so uh Colts Falcons uh Jacoby Brissett's becoming a good a, a, a very good game manager T.Y. Hilton was injured in that game against the Falcons uh we have to keep an eye out for what goes on with him uh they they are definitely you know he Brissett's not hurting them and he, he was making some tough throws, and Marlon Max improved as a runner. They've got a great O-line. Uh, they're receiving weapons. If T.Y. Hilton's not available, that little bit worries me. Their defense has been playing a lot better than I was expecting. Granted, you know, they listen, they, they made efforts to get guys that were under good contracts. They, they were smart. They got Justin Houston. They, uh, they drafted Malik Hooker, although he got injured in this game and will be out a little bit with a meniscus injury. So, and, and again, like Pierre Desaire, uh, they, they, they seem to be pulling up a lot of defensive pieces, and, and uh, I really like the defensive coordinator there. He seems to def designed a defense that has worked with their talent level. Uh, I, I think this was also uh, where Bobby O'Kariki got to play a bit. So, uh, yeah, I, I, Colts are looking like they can at least be making a playoff push this year, even without Andrew Luck. Then there was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan looked pretty bad. Matt Ryan looked pretty bad for about three quarters. And he even made the talented Mr. Ridley go MIA for the whole game with one target for one catch for six yards. As a Ridley uh, investor, I was not pleased. Uh, Ito Smith was concussed in this game. Devontae Freeman was freed a little bit, at least on one run, for 28 yards, totaling up to about 88. Uh, you know, Freeman, I, I, I felt like Freeman was an RB2 going into the year, and that's basically, you know, he might be a back-end RB2, which is kind of where I had him in that, like, late, like that late RB2 range. I didn't think he had that potential to be an RB1 ever again. I just didn't believe it. I, you know, I don't 
I think you get a couple of shots at that, and when you're towards the end of your career, unless you're somebody like DeMarco Murray on a team that really is making a push to keep you involved as such a player, I just did not think that Freeman was ever going to be an RB1 again. I thought he was a certified RB2, low-end RB2 even. So, and it's at least that prediction's coming out about right. Vikings Raiders. Um... Derek Carr reverts back down to check down Carr, check down Derek, uh, whatever nickname you want to give him. He did get a, a good touchdown to Tyrell Williams, uh, who adds his third TD onto the season. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, uh, as far as the Vikings go, is the is the guy who's pulling that offense. Uh, Case Keenum, I mean Kirk Cousins, is just taking a backseat to Dalvin Cook, and he has about as much passing. Uh, attempts in the two games where they've won, and Dalvin Cook's been the leader in the same game that they lost. So that should kind of tell you where we're at with everything. Uh, and just a real quick thing, you know, I, I keep thinking back to this. Tyrell Williams has his third TD on the season. Terry McLaurin had his third TD on the season last night. I just like Terry McLaurin. I played him in fantasy, and he won me this. He won me a week, so I'm feeling good with him. Anyway, let's move on to waivers because that's. That's probably why you even tuned in. Uh, with the waivers, we got uh, running backs. Running back Wayne Gallman. You know, we you know Saquon Barkley went down with a potential high ankle sprain. Uh, that's the number one guy you want to get. If you're looking for a running back, even if you're not looking for a running back, that's the number one guy. That's the guy everybody should be targeting. Um, if you need running backs, if you lost a Saquon or you lost a major running back to start the season, I'd be throwing money at him. I don't know how much money I'd really throw at Wayne Gallman because again, you're just throwing it out of spot. But he's gonna have a, he's gonna play. He's gonna play for a few weeks. It's probably gonna be almost a month or more until we see Saquon back. So, yeah, uh, if you're the, especially if you're the Saquon Barkley uh, owner and you're just trying to salvage a part of your season, I'd definitely invest on Wayne Gallman. Uh, a couple of other guys to keep an eye on: Jeff Wilson Jr. got a lot of red zone touches. If you're in a deeper league. Uh, Daryl Williams is a good guy to look at. Uh, I don't know if if I'm as invested in him as other players, only because, again, you don't know. Damian Williams might be back this week. LaShawn McCoy, you don't know his level of involvement, if he's going to be healthy again. And then you can never tell with Andy Reid. He could just suddenly decide, hey, Darwin Thompson, you are the new lucky winner this week. Uh, last guy I had on my list for running backs, Jamal Williams. Uh, he, he got more of a share, so... If it's going to be a 50-50 share, I mean, there might be some value in having Jamal Williams on your team. So, yeah, uh, especially one on a Green Bay offense that seems to be running a lot that because they seem to get up really early in games. Uh, wide receivers, I have uh, Philip Dorsett and Paul Richardson. Uh, Philip Dorsett, I think, is, my, is the main receiver that I'm looking at just because, you know, Edelman might not be playing a bit. Um, we already knew Antonio Brown was MIA. Uh, it's just one thing the Patriots seem to do is scheme guys open every once in a while or find something to, you know, get guys working for what works for them. And I've been high on Dorsett. If you've seen the, the Instagram, you've probably seen that I've put him on the waiver looks a couple of times now. Every time, uh, about, almost every other week, it seems like. And it's only been every other week for the season. So, uh, Paul Richardson has been getting, has been going up in targets, has been playing a little bit better. I think he's... He's starting to fit in that offense for the Redskins. He's, I think he's still going to take a backseat to Terry McLaren, and I don't know if I want 
McLaren, but <laughs> I don't know if I want anybody else in the Redskins other than McLaren, but if you're desperate, these are kind of some of the guys you might want to look at, you know, Preston Williams, Paul Richardson, a couple of guys who you might not be desperate for. There might be guys like, uh, there's three guys who I think are probably more available, which is Curtis Samuel, DJ Chark, McCall Hardman. I don't know if McCall Hardman's available in your league. He, he shouldn't be, but if uh, if he's available, take him. Uh, I, I saw Curtis Samuel in a couple of leagues. DJ Chark's probably the, one of the more available guys. Grab DJ Chark if you're really looking for a guy. Um, for and yeah, I'm sure Golden Tate might be out there too. I'm sure some people have dropped him given the suspension. Uh, tight end, go with uh, Will Disley. I know everybody's dropping Will Disley's name. Listen, I, I've seen it happen before where people were dropping Will Disley's name and he ended up being nothing two weeks later. Uh, literally a year ago, Will Disley came on the map and everybody was like, Will Disley! And then it became nothing again. But hey, you know what? Pick him up if you're desperate for a tight end. Maybe you have George Kittle and you know, you're know you worried you're not going to be able to play without him. Uh, there's Vernon Davis. I know he didn't have a good game last night, but it's looking like, you know, there's, you know, the. It's the, the, the place of tight end. If you're desperate for tight end, this is basically where you're stuck at, right? So Vernon Davis, if he's available. Dawson Knox had a good game. Maybe keep an eye on him. Because uh, it doesn't look like Jordan Reed's coming back. Maybe they try to insert Jeremy Sprinkle more, who was a pick a couple of years ago in the draft. Uh, yeah, so those are the three guys if you're looking for tight end. Uh, I would at least kind of keep an eye out for. And uh, for QBs. It's a good week to be streaming quarterbacks, uh, guys who are available in a lot of leagues. Matt Stafford is available in a lot of leagues. Case Keenum, Jacoby Brissett in deeper leagues. Um, Kyle Allen. I played Kyle Allen in a two QB league, and it helped me win my league that week. It helped me win my game that week. So, Kyle Allen, walk on down. Um, he's playing Houston. Stafford's playing Kansas City. Keenum's playing the Giants. And if you you know you saw what what uh, our buddy boy James Winston did last week against the Giants. I mean, Case Keenum has shown that he can be a... He, he is at least in the 32 quarterbacks of the league discussion. He might be on that fringe. He's, he's, a, he's at least the highest-end backup you could possibly have, and he's probably in the top 32 discussion for right now. He plays pretty well. He's pretty accurate. Um, I don't... I, I, I don't... I, you know, I think I mentioned before about the, the Broncos. I'm not a big Flacco fan, and I even said I don't know what the big difference was was getting rid of Case Keenum and getting Flacco other than you're hoping you can get the high-end Flacco out of him. So Jacoby Brissett, we were talking before, he's been 20 points every week for the last three weeks. At least that's safe. You know, Jacoby Brissett's kind of a, a, a safe moniker. You know, you say safe, and then it's like, well... Uh, you said he was safe, and uh, then he put three points up against the Oakland Raiders. What happened, Walter? Don't know. So that should about wrap it up. Uh, if you want, you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. Always check out the Instagram. There's always some fun, new, funny, interesting, and wonderful posts on there. Best way to keep involved. We also have a Facebook. That's in the show notes as well. You could You could like the Facebook page. You can follow it on Twitter. You can do what you want. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, rate, leave a review, subscribe. 
uh, say say something that you really want to hear on the podcast, like, uh, hey, you guys are stupid. And uh, we'll try to get more uh, comedians in here. I'm trying to do more and more episodes a week now. You know, this has been the first year of this podcast, and it's going, it's been moving very well. Uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube, like it, subscribe, leave a comment, um, yeah, and share, share the, share everything, share, share and share alike, if you will, share in group, share with your friends, share with your mother, share with your grandma, I'm sure your grandma's in some fantasy leagues, right, alright, and, uh, tune back in, I'm gonna start, uh, and again, I post ranks, uh, I didn't post, I'll post ranks this week for, uh, week four, as far as guys to play, who to love, who to keep it going for. And uh, I hope you check out yesterday's episode with Luke Rothschild. That was fun. And Steve, our buddy Steve, was in too. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to people.